This is my second podcast about my producer life. Today we're going to talk about Spotify and how to succeed specifically in Spotify. I don't need to tell you that Spotify is the world's biggest streaming platform at the moment, has been for a while, and will probably continue to be the world's biggest streaming platform. So how do we succeed in this magical Spotify world? Well, what's really cool about Spotify, and I think it's part of its success, is it has a really good balance of um, editorial and algorithmic um, ways to push its music to people. And as an artist, it's really important uh, to understand the algorithmic way of how Spotify pushes its music out. Um, So let me just sort of you know, get to the point here about how all this stuff works. And, you know, you probably may know this, but, you know, I think it's worth, always worth listening to get a bit of a refresh, a bit of a reset. And, you know, you can really use this to, um, you know, you can target your marketing about, you know, around how Spotify works and its algorithm. So what do I mean by, by algorithm? So algorithm is, is, an electronic, <laughs> it's almost like a computerized way to get your music pushed out. Okay, so you instead of an editorial person or somebody, an individual putting your song on their playlist, uh, Spotify will decide through statistics how to push your song out to individuals. And that is magical because it removes... It removes, um, I don't know, popularity from the equation. It just focuses on music. It focuses on things like the mood of the song, the genre of the song, the style of the song, the speed of the song, even the loudness of the song is all part of the information that's funneled into this big computer called the algorithm. And that algorithm then decides who it will push the song to. So before we go on sort of talking about um, algorithmic uh, push from Spotify, I just want to sort of explain to you the sort of options you have as an artist, in term, and there are lots of them in terms of Spotify. So there are lots of playlists that you can get your music onto, and playlists is a huge area. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about playlists, but basically there's three types of playlists. The The most common one is your user playlist. So it's a playlist that you and me or any any user uh, of Spotify can create and you can put your song on it. Now, generally speaking, most people who have created user playlists only have themselves as listeners. So it's not going to... So if your song gets on a user playlist, it's probably not going to do immensely well, but it's better than nothing. And it means that someone likes your song enough to put it on a playlist because they want to hear it again. So that's cool. And, you know, there are some big, big playlists uh, with thousands of fans. So you've got these kind of Spotify curators. Um, But these types of playlists are a bit dangerous because um, say they've got 50,000 fans. You don't know how they got those fans. You kind of have to just trust that that those fans are real. So that's the problem with these sort of user playlists. If they're really big, it looks like you you can get lots of plays from them, uh, lots of streams from them, sorry but you don't know where those fans came from. And it, if those fans are not real, like if they're computer bots, 
you could get banned from Spotify. So, you know, there are ways of sort of digging into user playlists and working out if they're real. And I'm not going to go through that here, but I think, I think, you know, those types of playlists are good if you're in small playlists. But if you're in one massive playlist, you should kind of beware of what could happen to you. So the other two types of playlists are editorial and algorithmic. So editorial playlists are playlists that people that, you know, Spotify employ secretly <laughs> because, you know, you know, no one's supposed to know who they are. Um, they kind of listen to your song and they decide whether they fit on one of 3,000 or so uh, editorial playlists. Um, so you've got, you know, rap caviar and... I don't know, chill playlists and piano playlists and sleeping playlists and sad music and uh, happy music and all that sort of stuff. So they might listen to your song and think, you know, that fits rap caviar. And if you're lucky enough to get on one of the editorial playlists, they have millions, <laughs> they have millions of users, listeners, and you're very lucky and the you know that's an amazing achievement and you know you can submit your song um for editorial consideration if you release it you know a few weeks before the release date through the spotify for artists uh, application so once again that's an amazing thing you can get on an editorial playlist that's probably the pinnacle for most artists and the other thing about it is it's kind of like <laughs> um it's it's kind of like a badge of honor, you know. If you if you can say that you've been on one of these playlists, it's it's pretty, you know. You can almost put it on your resume. <laughs> it's a pretty good achievement. Um, but most artists don't get there, and the reason why is because, as I said before, there's only about three thousand or so of these playlists, which is you know a lot. But to get on there, you have to compete with the millions of tracks that are being uploaded into Spotify every single day. And even if your song is really good and amazing, who knows if they've listened to it and who knows even if they've listened to it, if they think it's going to fit somewhere. So it's quite quite a task and, you know, you've got to sort of get over all the sort of the big signed artists as well who are automatically getting on these playlists. So it's difficult. It's not impossible. If your music's brilliant, you know, your music's amazing and you've got something to say, you could get on these playlists. Personally, I haven't yet okay actually i'm lying i have got on one of these editorial playlists called poptronics but that's when someone remixed one of my songs so it wasn't when i did it uh it was through a remix of one of my songs so the third type of playlist that i wanted to sort of talk about with some you know a bit more in a bit more depth is the algorithmic playlist this is where we've got as artists our biggest chance of success so, so algorithmic, as I said before, it's a computer uh, algorithm that decides where and who listens to, you know, your song. So there's three types of algorithmic, important algorithmic playlists. There's one called Release Radar. So Release Radar is a playlist where um, any of your fans, as soon as you release a song, whoever's following you, your fans, whoever is following you, will get a notification by email that your song has come out. In addition to that, your song gets pl placed on their release radar on the Friday after the song came out or on the same day that the song came out. So that's very powerful. And it is, um, 
it is a thing that you you know you really want and what i mean by that is you really want followers um so it's it is definitely a a um strategic thing that i'm looking at myself is getting as many followers as possible so just from my experience i'll just tell you about my experience um as of so i've already you know as i said i've started this in 2017 this journey um and yeah, as of around middle of last year, I had about 600 followers. And I would say maybe 400 of them were probably bots or not real. And the reason I know that is because I looked through my statistics and really there wasn't very much happening on release radar day. We're talking, you know, one or two listens. Um, and I don't know how I got them, but they're there. I don't want to get rid of them or anything i just find it annoying <laughs> um around september of 2020 last year i started doing uh, at five pounds a day which isn't you no know, not a lot but it adds up at five pounds a day i started doing uh promo facebook ads uh, which pushed people to my spotify um main page where I mean, the biggest button is called follow <laughs> And started getting followers and it was quick, you know, like from, <clears throat> as I said, it was about 600 middle of last year. And by the end of the year, I was over a thousand and we're talking now we're in March and I'm at 1500. So it has gone up a lot. Now, in, t in terms of telling you how that has translated into streams, it's not massive. So my last song, which was out, you know, three or four weeks ago now, has had 99 release radar streams. So let's say, let's round it up to 100. So out of 1,500 followers, of which 600 aren't real, so let's round that down to 1,000, 10% um, have listened to my new release. It's not too bad. you know. So you can imagine if I had 10,000 fans, you know, on release radar day in the first week, I could get, a thousand listens and obviously if you get a hundred thousand you get ten thousand listens etc etc so that's kind of a good incentive the only problem obviously is it just takes a long time unless you've really you're really popular outside of the spotify world say you're you know big you've got a big instagram following or tiktok or whatever <clears throat> it's really difficult for people to discover you um and to you know to follow you because you know it doesn't matter how good you, your music is well, it does matter, but generally, it, if people just don't know who you are, your music won't get listened to. So, you know, this is Release Radar. So that's kind of how it works. And, you know, part of your strategy as an artist, I think, should be building up those followers to a big number. So, yeah, that's my sort of strategy, you know, paying money to, to get those followers. But I'm hoping, you know, that one big song, can you know really boost the amount of followers and you know maybe if i double or triple or whatever um <clears throat> you know you will always have these sort of people listening to your music as it comes out so it's kind of hoping a little bit <laughs> but okay i guess it's kind of worth, worth the investment just to know that there's at least a thousand people out there who like your music is pretty cool so that's not it that's not it with editorial i'm not finished with editorial review uh, um there's actually more to it, but I'm going to get, get to that in a second. The other 
uh, algorithmic playlist is Discover Weekly. So Discover Weekly is, I've only got on that a couple of times, you know, I've released more than 30 tracks. <laughs> I've only got on a couple of times. And Discover Weekly is just about volume and popularity. So what, you know, what does that mean? Basically, it's, its algorithm is based on how many streams you get lately. So, so for example, I've got a song that's had 10,000 streams um, and it never got on Discover Weekly. Um, so the reason for that is because those 10,000 streams have taken a long time to get. But if you got the 10,000 streams in, say, two weeks or in a week and a half or whatever, you're very likely to get on Discover Weekly because what happens is... Um, Spotify looks at your popularity score for the song. So if your popularity score for the song gets to over 30 within, you know, a very small period of time, it means quite a lot of people are listening to it in that small period of time. It will push it out uh, to discover weekly playlists of people who like sort of similar music to you. And what that means is not that <laughs> it's not, um, it's not that they like, you know, if you make funk music, it's not that they like funk music, but you like other funk music. So, for example, if you if you uh, make funk music and they put you on the playlist and Prince happens to be on the playlist and Sly and the Family Stone and all these other funk artists happen to be on the playlist, then they will just push your song out to a, an, a random person's play, uh, Discover Weekly who also has those artists or those songs on their playlist because they think that you they may like that song which is i guess you know fair enough and that's you know that's how an algorithm works i guess so i just you know discover weekly is also really powerful because it tends to go on forever you know the people i've spoken to the people i know that have discover weekly it's not like they get a lot of streams in one go but they consistently get um fed out to other discover weeklies over periods of months and years so a lady that i, co I collaborated with she said her song you know constantly gets say 200 streams a week uh, from discover weekly and the song was released you know a couple of years ago and it's almost all of her streams are coming from there so it's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving so getting on discover weekly is a way to keep your song alive. It, it really keeps your song alive. If it's not on Discover Weekly, your streams will be good whilst you're promoting the song. Then they will tail off. You know, unfortunately, uh, over a period of time, they will go down to, I guess, to nothing. You know, it depends on the, you know, how many playlists it's on, of course, but it will eventually go down. Whereas Discover Weekly keeps your song alive for a long period of time, keep pumping the streams in, <laughs> and... Uh, it could go on for God knows how, how long. So Discover Weekly is very important for that reason. So that's Discover Weekly. Um, the, you noticed I mentioned the popularity score. So let's get into that a little bit more. It's another algorithmic thingy. <laughs> um, there's two types of popularity scores, and they're, they're quite difficult statistics to look for. You're not going to see them on your Spotify for Artist uh, app, but uh, there are ways to, to find them. Um, so you've got two types. You've got the popularity score for your song and then you have a popularity score for you as an artist. So the popularity score for your song is dependent pretty much on streams. So you just need a lot of streams in a short amount of time 
to get the popularity over eight um, over thirty. Most of my songs are hovering between one and two, and the ten thousand song that I was talk- talking to you about before that that had reached two point eight, <laughs> so almost got there, but just couldn't get it over the line, and you know it just remained, I guess, at that. That popularity is, is st- kind of remained over two for a long time, and it still is over two. So, yeah, you, it's kind of it's kind of a bigish number in terms of stream wise, and it's it's a difficult thing to get to, but you can get to it. You just need a really good good song <laughs> that people put on their playlist. You need to promote it, um, and there are lots of different ways to promote. But I use ads because that's the most effective way to go directly to listeners rather than, you know, social media, which isn't really pushing the song out organically anymore. But you can do that. You know, one of my earlier songs did have release, uh, sorry, Discover Weekly. And I had a different, um, (laughs) in the early days when I released this earlier song, which did get on Discover Weekly, it got pushed on there because I paid for playlist a user playlist, um, which I'm, I don't do anymore now. But at that time, I did put put it on a user playlist, you know, and I was getting you know 500 streams a day for it, you know. And what was happening was I was looking at that and thinking, my song's not that good, and it's getting 500 streams a day, and I've only got like 200 followers <laughs> or less actually, and uh, it really concerned me that it looked fake and. Really, after after that happened, I stopped doing it. But the sort of side effect was it got onto Discover Weekly because it got a lot of streams very quick. So I guess, and it still, you know, still kept getting streams. You know, now it hasn't. It's not getting that many. I'm not exactly sure why. But what I want to warn everyone is, if you get a lot of streams very fast and you paid for being on a playlist. You could be paying for bots to listen to your music and you could put your whole artist profile at risk. So I wouldn't recommend that. Something I learned the difficult way. Um, well, it wasn't difficult. It was expensive. <laughs> it was expensive. But, um, you know, I just don't do that anymore. So that's artist popularity. And what I haven't mentioned, sorry, that's, uh, sorry, song popularity. Artist popularity is also really important. So if you are an artist with a popularity of over three, uh, 30, um, your music will get po- pushed out to um, quite a lot of playlists, um, like smaller playlists like you know your daily mix or even to release radar of people who don't have release radar, uh, have, sorry, who haven't saved your song. So you can get pushed out to them as well. So it's also quite difficult to get a popularity score of over 30. So mine is in the 20s <laughs> and it's been there consistently for, you know, since I started looking at the popularity score, to be honest. Um, what it does is it looks at the popularity of all of your songs, okay, and it does kind of this average so that's where it gets a bit more difficult. If you've released lots and lots of songs and the first, say, 10 got no streams, and then you released you know, a few more popular songs and started getting streams, your popularity score might not be that high. You know, so, 
It's also about recency as well. So let me explain that. So if you're if you've released ten songs with no streams, you release the eleventh song, and that eleventh song got millions of streams. If those listeners also went and listened to your other ten songs a lot, then the popularity of those ten songs goes up. Your overall popularity will go up, but it's an average. So if you use that same example, if your eleventh song gets a million streams suddenly in, in a week, you know, the popularity of that song will be well over fifty. I mean, we're talking it might be even sixty or seventy. You know, only the biggest hits in the world get over eighty, you know, so or even ninety. So like blinding lights by the the weekend, that's in the nineties because it's the biggest song in the world. So my point is, if you do get a really big song in the 60s, it will push your um, overall profile uh, popularity score up. But let's say you use the same example, but you've released, say, 100 songs, all of them doing nothing, at zero popularity. Your 101th song <laughs> gets a million streams as a 60 popularity. It will dilute it. You know? So <clears throat> that's why a lot of people talk about pulling down their weaker tracks um if you are an artist who started off with pretty shitty tr songs and now you're you've you know honed your skills and become an amazing artist you should seriously consider pulling down some of the weak songs um or doing what i'm about to do uh, which is um not something i wanted to talk about today i was going to leave it for a future um podcast <clears throat> but what i'm about to do is release a new song under a new artist name. It'll be the only song under that artist name and I'm going to promote the shit out of it and <laughs> hope, hopefully it, uh, it does amazingly well and that pushes the artist popularity up as well. So the artist popularity is pretty important because um, a lot of editorial, um, we talked about editorial playlists before, but a lot of editorial playlists won't even look at you unless you've got, a minimum of 30. No, not all, but there are some that just won't look at you as as a candidate. You know, they'll just filter through you. So getting that popularity score up for all of your songs really benefits you. So the other algorithmic playlist I wanted to talk about is radio. So radio has been getting me a lot of streams. Radio is probably the one that has been getting the most streams, but it's the one I'm having the biggest sort of existential <laughs> issue with. Um, so radio is based on um, the artists that also, that, so what do we call it? Artists also, sorry, listeners also like. <laughs> so if you have a listeners also like section, um, your artist, your radio will include their songs as well as yours. And vice versa, they're, you know, these artists who you will be, you know, if you're on their also likes, you your song will be on theirs. You know, I'm getting anywhere between, say, 50 and 100 streams a day just from that. And I'm, I'm very appreciative because it's a lot of streams, <laughs> but it's actually a vicious, bad cycle if you don't get it right. And this is one of the other reasons I'm thinking about, well, not thinking, I'm going to create a new artist and release a new song under that, under that artist name because I've kind of ruined my artist also um, sorry listeners also like section I've ruined it because 
I did this really stupid thing last year where I joined an Instagram group of like-minded struggling artists like myself. Actually, I mean, it turns out that I was one of the least struggling compared to some of the others. And we decided to put all of our songs on on a guy's playlist and just play that playlist all the time, you know, free for whatever times a day on loop, you know, with the volume down, which was good for a while. It got me some streams and it got me those streams for free because, I, you know, I didn't want to pay. <laughs> and I knew they weren't bots because they were all people doing the streaming. But I never really considered what would happen to me as an artist when that happened. And this is some advice I want to give you guys. Um, what happened is, and I, I didn't really listen to the music. So, I mean, every now and then I'd listen and think, no, that's not that good. And you, it's not just that it's not good. You're being placed on a playlist of artists with completely different genres to you, different style of music, different everything. You know, you've got folk artists, you've got punk, you've got, you know, I make dance music. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I was put on sort of this playlist that it was getting listened by the same group of people, say about 30 people. And one day my artist, my fans also liked, um, I, it popped up and I, I suddenly had it. And I was kind of initially quite happy with that because I thought, wow, I've got it. Finally, <laughs> it took a while, but I've got it. And yeah, it was a disaster because what I see, what I started seeing was more streams from, from people, <laughs> but then it was getting streamed by people who liked music of different genres. And it's a vicious cycle because those same people streaming the same bloody songs means that I'm more likely to keep them on my fans also like. It's just a constant stream um, cycle. It's very hard to get out of it. The only way really, I think, to get out of it, and I've never seen this happen, but I'm just assuming, is that you are you have a big song, once again, over a million streams, and that big song is placed on playlists with artists who are more similar to you. And because of the, you know, the huge volume of, of the streams... Um, then that that does eventually change the artists um, fans also like. So going back to the the algorithmic playlist, it's called radio. You get the streams, but that kind of not the type of streams. It's not the kind of data that you want to be feeding to Spotify. You want to feed Spotify the right data, and it's just a lesson I learned. If you're listening to this, I'm hoping that is something that maybe can help you as well so yeah i mean that's pretty much it in terms of playlists there's one more thing i wanted to just briefly talk about is that you know today as of well we march 2021 they have come up with this discovery mode um thing <laughs> and it's not something that's available to everyone at the moment um it's available apparently to some labels but it will like everything else they do eventually be available to everyone and what discovery discovery mode is it's basically they're saying what spotify is saying is we're going to improve the algorithmic reach of some selected songs like songs that you have selected we're going to improve the algorithmic reach of those songs uh, but we're going to pay you less for them okay they already pay us hardly anything <laughs> 
and we don't know how much less means if it's half price or but basically it'll mean that they're going to pay you less you can choose which songs are pushed out and uh, presumably that means you're going to get pushed out to more release radars more discover weeklies it'll be easier for those songs um you know the threshold maybe instead of 30 it'll be 20 or something like that it would just be easier for those songs to reach playlists um and just you know, discovered now i'm a little bit cautious about this because firstly i think every every artist in the world is going to do it <laughs> um i know it's limited to only what, two or three songs i think i don't, don't know exactly but it's going to be limited but every artist who's releasing a new song is going to want to push it to every algorithmic playlist that they possibly can. Unless, of course, they're The Weeknd, one of the biggest artists in the world. They don't need to. But most you know, new or struggling or even middle sort of sized artists are going to be doing this. So I'm a little bit hesitant. I'm not sure I like it um, <clears throat> because, because, it, because if everyone does it, it means it kind of reduces the point the point of it <laughs> and all we're going to end up getting is getting less money you know so what i mean is if, if every single spotify artist in the world pushes their song out for discover weekly and and release radar it's um it means you're going to get pushed out to less people <laughs> or the market's going to be sort of saturated with music and people the other thing is, if if the music is actually not that good, you know, it's it has a lower threshold for being pushed out. Then actually, the the people who are going to suffer are the actual listeners. They're going to listen to, they're going to end up not listening to the release radar because they're going to find rubbish in it. <laughs> Let's be frank. You know, if if there's if the release radar reflects their taste or the Discover Weekly reflects their taste in music, um, and they liked sort of listening to it. Now they discover weekly and their release radar is going to include songs with which aren't as good. I mean, let's be honest, it's there, you know, because they're going to have a lower threshold for getting there because they've been promoted. So I don't know. Let's see how it goes. I that's just how I think and how I'm feeling. I mean, we should, as producers, take the opportunity to promote our songs, but I really think this isn't going to help too much because we're all going to be doing the same thing. And in fact, if you don't do it, your song is going to be left in the dust, which is even worse. And the ones that benefit from this are Spotify because they're paying out less. So on that sort of somber note, let's hope it doesn't get here too fast, <laughs> the discovery mode. Uh, on that somber note, that's the end of the second podcast. Or hopefully in the next few podcasts, I'll actually be talking a little bit about music production and my techniques. So rather than marketing so just a bit bit of a change in in um, tone something a bit more interesting to talk about